it over. The Roosters have won it. Minor premiers become major premiers. Well, Roosters fans, does it feel like Groundhog Day? We're going to face the might of South Sydney again. Twice beaten this year was at their grand final last week. There was so much theatre, so much excitement. It was like an old-fashioned smash-up derby. What a game. We were up for it. They were up for it. They took the chocolates. Silky, they wanted to go there and go home with a Ron Coot, and they did the Ron Coot Cup. Well, fans of Roosters Radio, it's a big week. It's back. It's a brand new competition. And to talk about that, Silky and Bells, what have we got? Women's Rugby League kicks off this week. There's so much to like, but nothing more salivating than this week's matchup against the Bunnies. What a week indeed, Bush. I love it. The talk has already started around the eastern suburbs. The verbals, the banter. It's what we look forward to. It's semi-final football, and what a big show we've got. We're going to be talking to Luke Keary, who uh, just last week had his first child. We're going to talk about that. But more importantly, we're going to talk about this matchup on Friday night. Roosters v South. Silky, let's not forget, and Bells, we've got two very special guests today. We've got the boss from Bondi Rescue, Hoppo, and of course, Rod Kerbox, mate, great lifeguards. Six gold logies, but mad Roosters fans, more importantly. Mad Roosters fans, mate. I wouldn't mind asking Kerbox to get a little bit more, uh, you know, lift the veil, as it were, on what the, his sister Kathy does there at Roosters HQ. Mate, big insights. I know Hoppo's a mad rooster, and they're close to the boys. They do a lot of work, and, uh, you know, you see the boys on their uh, Channel 10 Bondo Rescue show, and, mate, you see them always with some Roosters flags or some, something in the background, and their big support behind the boys. Bells, NRLW, this week kicks off. Must be exciting. How do you see it? Yes, it's going to be awesome to kick off this season. This Saturday down in Melbourne, the Roosters take on the Warriors. So going to be a great game. We, um, we're ready. We're ready for it. The draw was announced this week. We've got three round games and then obviously the best performing two sides go into the grand final. And uh, yeah, of course, a new coach as well in Rick Stone. Old Blue Eyes himself. Beautiful Eyes. Beautiful eyes, Ricky Stone. We interviewed him last year. And they reckon they're looking sharp, silky at training. The girls will be up for this one. So, Bells? Yes, definitely. I uh, saw an interview with Isabel Kelly and they're ready to go. They realise they've got to really hit the ground running. There's only those three round games. So they've the intensity, of, there's no, you've just got to go in, you've got to win those games, get in the GF and take them on. Well, let's hope they can do one better than last year. Obviously, uh, the girls won their third game of the season, uh, which got them into the grand final and uh, they got touched up, if you remember, by the Broncos. So I hope we can go one better this year. Yeah, that's for sure, Silky. We're behind our girls at the Roosters and we wish them the best in their first match this week. Bit of good news you wanted to mention, mate. Last night, a couple of special awards for a couple of our Rooster players. Yes, Samima getting the New South Wales uh, Player of the Year for the State of Origin. So congratulations, Samima. A great football player and, and plays for the Roosters. Played so the full 80 minutes too, if you remember. And tough, game. very yeah. well deserved. Two 80-minute games. So she, yeah. um, I heard an interview with her and she was 
on a loss last year and on a win this year. So she knows how to win now. She's going to take that into the Roosters round games and well done, Samima, for that. And then also Silky, Teddy. Yeah, Teddy. Teddy uh, went back to back, as a matter of fact, winning the Brad Fittler medal for the best player for New South Wales this year. And who can argue with that? No. Clearly, uh, you know, there was Teddy and then I think Daylight second. Yeah, he was uh, an obvious choice. Trebojevic third. Yeah, well, he was an obvious choice, wasn't he, the way he played that. And Roosters fans love him. He also backs up all year. He doesn't miss a game, so... Uh, hats off to Teddy and congratulations to Samima as they go in as award winners this week. You're on Roosters Radio. We'll be back right after this with our chat with the one and only Luke Keary. Well, welcome Roosters fans to Roosters Radio. And as we say, Silky, the big guests every week, we get them on here. Last year's Clive Churchill medalist, this year's most knocked out player, but a recent <laughs> dad, one of our favourites, a man that plays way above his weight. And, of course, the Fit Services and Radio Hub sponsored, Luke Keery. Lukey, welcome to Roosters Radio for about the fourth time this year and yeah, as a new thanks. father for the first. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, thanks for having me again. Now, Luke, Belinda here. How are you going? Good, thank you. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to jump in before these boys. Being the only mum in the room, I'm, I'm in a room of seven <laughs> blokes right now, so I get the rights to kick off this interview. And that's not the first time that's happened. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now, listen, how is it? Congratulations. How's baby Hudson? How's Amy going? How's being a dad? Yeah, they're both both going really well. They're both healthy. We we got home on Sunday, so we're just settling into things now. But, no, nah, they're, they're really good. It's, um, it's obviously a massive change, but, yeah, enjoying every minute of it. and uh, Yeah, it's fun. A few sleepless nights, but uh, it's all part of it. I think it's all good. Wow, two, da- two nights at home. Pretty intense, yeah, we got, isn't it? <laughs> got, on, got on Sunday, but it's been really good. Um, obviously, obviously, Amy's uh, she's really supportive with everything too. So she um, she understands the time of year it is at the moment. And um, yeah, she didn't she didn't choose a, that too well. She's I know, she's <laughs> giving me she's giving me a bit of a, a sleeping pass. So uh, I'll, I'll I'll repay it to her when we're done in in four weeks. Yeah, tell her to clock all that up. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Now, listen, I've got a very important question for you. After being by Amy's side through labour and um, I've got to ask you, what is tougher, being hit by a massive front rower, Daniel (laughs) Safidi, or enduring uh, intense labour during childbirth? What's tougher for you? Yes, no. Honestly, I've got I've got a newfound appreciation for women in general <laughs> after the after the week that I've gone through. I think, um, yeah, they're obviously. I, I, I opened my eyes to it because I had no idea, and uh, I have no I had no idea what they go through before and after and everything like that. So the whole process has been it's been cool to go through. It's obviously been a great experience, and um, yeah, um, I've got a newfound appreciation for, for women in general, which is cool. Yeah, welcome to the club, mate. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Now, listen, mate, I have to ask, as a, as a father of two daughters, did you go the bowler's end or the batter's end? I <laughs> <laughs> was up, up the bowler's end. <laughs> oh, good on you, mate. Good on you. Now, listen, we do have a question from one of our fans. Nathan Reeve wants to ask you, mate, so far, and it's only been a couple of days in, but so far, what's been the best thing about becoming a dad? I think just you just find, like, this love that you didn't know you could, could have for someone. And, um, yeah, it's just cool. I mean... He can't do much at the moment, but we just kind of lay there and stare at him for, <laughs> for about 20 hours of the day, which is cool. But, yeah, it's just, it's just fun. I think, I think everything about it's challenging, but, um, yeah, it's good. It's, it's, it's something different. It's fun, and, yeah, we're, we're super stoked and ready for it. Has he got a rooster's jumper yet? Yeah, we got, um, we're getting a little onesie set up for him. So. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Hopefully he gets down here in time. 
Lukey Bush, mate, uh, again, congratulations. It's amazing. You know, my two kids are growing up and it's the years just go, go by so fast yeah. as your footy career, no doubt. Mate, the name Hudson, is it like a family name, grandfather, grandson? It's quite unusual, but it's a, a pretty cool name, Hudson Keary. It's like Cooper Silk. It, it lends itself. Van, Hudson Van Keary. Oh, there you go. So what's the yeah, what's uh, the uh, decision there? Oh, we've seen the camera bloke eye gouge the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it's a bit pretty... <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty just a, cool name, just an eye gouging little terror from the rooster, which is perfect. <laughs> we, we we need one of those. <laughs> we need another. We need another. My no, changing. Think, you're up. The missus just um yeah the missus kind of come up with it all and um yeah she really likes it so just run with it. Yeah, mate, it's a, a really nice name. Cool. My changing gears a little. Uh, you know, last weekend you were watching uh, your beloved roosters in what some fans of our club from our club are calling South Sydney's grand final. Uh, was, it, was it tough uh, to to watch? I mean, it was just a cracker of a game, and um, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was obviously. T- it's obviously always tough to watch, but um, it's not the worst thing in the world. <laughs> I thought the boys showed some stuff that we really wanted to see, especially that first half, and then obviously we did some stuff uh, in the second half, which kind of I think it was just gentle reminders that um, you know coming into this year you can't get away with things that we did in that second half, which. Hopefully, it's going to be beneficial to us um, this week. But I think it was good. We, we had some good stuff. We had some bad stuff. It was tough. Um, there was a footy. I think it had everything that we needed just to get ourselves ready for the finals. And, um, yeah, I think it was really beneficial. The result, in the end, it doesn't really matter, but um, it will matter this weekend. Mate, uh, Coach Robbo gives all of us, you know, fans, players, families, Friends and, uh, of course, the most important man, the great Nick Politis, a lot of confidence, and he calms everyone down. How was he um, after the game and, you know, how was he this week? No, he's, he was really good. He, um, As you know, he, he knows exactly what he's doing and where we're going and things like that. So he, we literally just – we got our, our stuff out of it that we needed. We got what we needed to learn out of it. Um, we understood where we are at, what we needed to do, what we did, and what we're going to have to do going forward. And uh, we kind of went over that really thoroughly on Friday and then just relaxed on the weekend. I think I think a big part of it too is you got to enjoy this time of year. Like it's you've worked so hard to get here um, and the pressure is going to be on and everything on when, when we're out in the field. So just enjoy it. Enjoy that we worked real hard to get the second. Enjoy that we're in the finals and just go out and, and let, it, let it all flow when you get the chance. Luke? I want to talk about the week and the build-up because I know as fans, you know, there's seven of us in the room and we're all talking about this weekend's game or Friday night's game. I went out a coffee down at Bondi early this morning and, you know, the two tables over from me, there was a couple of South fans talking about the game. If you live in the eastern suburbs or, you know, Maruba or Zetland or wherever it may be and you live on this side of Anzac Parade, everyone's talking about it. As a player, do you, do you feel the excitement? Is, it, is this week different to – you know, round 25, is there anything different in, even in your preparation? But the question being, is, is, is it this week different for you guys as well? Uh, I reckon probably the 34 blokes playing, they're all going to be feeling a bit different. But I reckon for some of them, uh, definitely, it's definitely there's a little bit extra in it. But for myself, it's, you know, I just, it doesn't really matter for me. It's, it, it's special because it's a semi final. I don't care who's in front of us. There's no, I, I won't do anything different to what I've done 
round one, two, three, four, five, round 20, to what I'm going to do this week, to how I'm going to prepare, to how I'm going to play. Um, you kind of build your season around getting to this time of year and playing your best footy. And I think everyone that steps on that field on the weekend knows exactly what they've gone through through the year to get there. Uh, they know if they're ready or not. And, um, yeah, there's not much you can do now. It's kind of – I remember speaking to Cooper once about it. Everything's done. You, you, everything's done now. You just – you get yourself ready to go. And um, sometimes the footy gods um, have the last say in it, but you just got to make sure that you've done everything possible. You can look yourself in the mirror after and, and know that you've you've done everything you can on and off the field. What about the matchups, like the man opposing you? Do you think about – what they're going through, or do you think about their game at all? Is it all about you and your team? We obviously, we obviously do our video and and stuff like that on on certain players and how they play and things like that. But yeah, I, I I've never thought about how they're feeling or what they're going through or anything like that. I think you just focus down on what because we know if if you go out there and I can give my best game, it does not matter what the bloke in front of me comes up with. He can come up with whatever he wants. Um, I just know that I'm going to come and, and play play the best I can on the night. Lukey Bush again, mate. Um, Cooper Cronk, you mentioned him before. We all know he's coming to the end of one of the most amazing careers in the game's history. We all know what a great leader and he's bring to the club. You and him uh, seem to have really, really bonded in the two years you've been together. We all know the folklore that was created in last year's grand final. Is it extra special or is it something that means a lot to you because you do partner up together, um, you know, as the end of the season comes and we've got now a brand new final series? Does it mean a bit more in that sense with Cooper Conk to play with one of the game's legends? Yeah, it's funny. Like, we, you probably, we probably take it, to, take it um, for granted a little bit because we have him with us every day. But I think when he's gone and, and we're all settled down after, it'll be a bit of, I think we'll, we'll appreciate it more and, probably be a little bit sad about it and, and realise exactly what he's done in the game. He probably doesn't get the raps either that some of these other players some of these other players do. But I reckon when it's all set and done, he's gonna go down as probably one of the best best players and winners that we've seen in our game. And I think for us as like I'm a I'm I'm a part of that Roosters family, as is all the fans and that. We'll when he's gone, we're gonna appreciate um, just how special he is of the person. And just what he did for us um, these last two years. Luke Belinda here. So Friday night, just to wrap it up, what are the boys going to do to win Friday night? In a nu- <laughs> in a nutshell, score more points than them. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, I think um, yeah, we learned some stuff last week. Um, we learned a bit about their game. We learned a bit more about ourselves. But I think in the end, if we can go out there and. Every single one of us bring out our best game. Um, we're going to give ourselves the best chance. You know, there's no guarantees in this game. Anything can happen, but uh, we know as long as we can look each other in the eyes after and and know that we did everything during the week and on, then on Friday night, um, yeah, usually uh, it comes out your way. Also, Luke, just on Friendy, have you got any news on Friendy? We're we're in a little mm. bit of a dark, you know, the dark in regards yeah. to him coming back. What can you? What I think can we're you supposed tell to us? be. He's going really good. Um, he's obviously had some, he's had a horror year with injuries and that, but yeah, he's going really good. I think he was, I think he was really close this weekend, to be honest. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm we're expecting him to play 
Um, hopefully not next week, the week after. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, I think, mate, he's, he's been training the house down for, for weeks and weeks and weeks. So I know he's going to be physically and mentally ready to go. So, yeah, it'll be good to have him back and we should expect to see him definitely in the finals. Mate, we wish your, you know, the whole team plays well. But we've just got another question, which is quite a, an interesting one from Dennis O'Sullivan. And he wants to know why you don't wear headgear, and you know, particularly after the year you had. Is it something you thought about? Um, someone actually mentioned to me. It actually doesn't do anything to – it has no – there's no scientific stuff around it to that stops head knocks or anything. I think it's – yeah. So – I don't know, the doctor said, I've never even came into my mind to wear one. I don't want to. Well, it's not like you've got a modelling career after football, is it? <laughs> no, I have no idea. Well, he's not that bad. I mean, oh, he's no Robert Redford, you know. Yeah. I would have gone the other way, Luke, and said, mate, you're too good looking for headgear. But obviously, Silky's, uh, you know, he's gone from his wolfy background. He's pulled that one out. Mate, we want to thank you so much for spending time on Roosters Radio. You always take the time out. Uh, we want to wish you the best for the weekend, particularly, mate, on, uh, you know, just off the field. You know, we put so much uh, pressure and, and love on this game of ours, but sometimes you realise, mate, we're just all humans and from one human to another and the group of humans in here, congratulations seriously to you and your lovely wife on the baby. And Thank you. Uh, get plenty of sleep before Friday. Yeah, mate. Yeah, don't, I will. Don't, don't lose this game. I don't want Nick Politis hauling it <laughs> on Sunday, mate, not on Sunday morning. <laughs> well done, mate. Play well, mate. Congratulations. Thanks, Good Luke. luck. Thanks for having us Good again. luck, Luke. Uh, Thanks for the year. Thanks for um, sponsoring me again. So it's been fun. We'll have a good last four weeks. Yeah. Well, we're going to have a wet the baby's head, don't we? Yes, we are. Hey, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Do it in October after the first weekend, eh? Yeah. yeah. Good on you, mate. Take care, right. Lukey. See you, boys. See you, Luke. Well, there you have it. Uh, you know, what a what a champion young player. And, uh, you know, he's, he's obviously maturing. He's had his first baby. Just so calm, so measured. I love his approach. Like it's it's an, it's just another game of footy. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's another game of footy. And as uh, Luke says, it's it's in the lap of the gods, the old football gods. So uh, say your prayers this week, people, especially you, Bells. What do you think we need to say our prayers this week? What do you honestly think? Honestly, I think Robbo is meticulous when it comes to planning for this time of year. So rounds well, one reckon- to 25, that's what they are. But then – we just – he flicks the switch and we just turn up. I'm really uh, confident this weekend, I've got to say. It's all part of his grand plan, isn't it? Yeah. Like at the beginning of the year, he's thinking this time of year. If so. if, if we do – like let's say we do win this year. If we've got room in the studio for another nude statue, particularly Robert. <laughs> yeah, it's going to have to get bigger. It's going to have we're to, gonna get, to bigger. get a bigger – We're going to get a – we're going to have to get a bigger studio. <laughs> yeah, they said it in George, you need a bigger boat. No, so all seriousness, he's like a little Swedish magician, isn't he? He looks like it because just when you think that, you know, last week, mate, hats off to Sassany. First things first, they played unbelievable. That masterstroke for mine putting – Joey Manu was so effective that they had no options. And a, a master coach like Wayne Bennett says, move Karen Murray to the centres or move him out wide. And he contains Joey Manu's second half now. We were a different side. But I tell you, I'm looking forward to the tricks Robbo's got up his sleeve. He keeps us guessing, as you say, Bills. Mm-hmm. And oh, poker face. Yeah, mm. look over here, look over here. And then I'm really hoping for us to put our best performance. Um, we're still waiting on news on Jared. Oh, Jared, yep. So hopefully that is good news. Um, we don't know. But uh, it's a 50 It's in the lab of the football gods. It, it is. But it makes for great theatre. Yeah. You're on Roosters Radio. We'll be back right after this. Well, welcome back to Roosters Radio fans. And, of course, we mentioned at the beginning of the show, we've got our favourite Bondi lifeguards in the studio, massive Roosters fans. We've got the boss, Hoppo, and Rod Kerbox. The box, welcome. Hoppo, welcome. As fellow Roosters, what an exciting week. And great to have you in here, boys. Yeah, Yeah. thanks for having us. It's uh, great to be here. 
Yeah, thanks, guys. And Bells, good to see you again. Well, you and Bells and Hoppo share something uh, synonymous, and so do a couple of our Roosters players. And you keep telling us, you know, you boys that grew up in Bronny, and we all know in the eastern suburbs, Bronny's a little bit of a glamour town. It's not quite like Glamorama, but it's certainly Bronny. And you've got a few you're claiming, a few of our great Roosters. Yeah, we've got a couple of beauties at the moment who are uh, excelling as Roosters. We've got young Victor Radley and Billy Smith, two terrific kids, and Bronny board riders. Yeah, Silky and I sort of thought, well, Victor played at Clovelly and uh, Billy went to Scott's College, but there's no reason he couldn't be. <laughs> yeah, they like claiming things, these blokes, they, don't they? The Bronny <laughs> boys just claim everything, mate. I mean, you know, next you'll be claiming you invented bread because you've got Iggy's on McPherson Street. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I've got one for you. Mum uh, taught Victor to uh, swim. When he's about go. five, six years old. Right, you can have Victor because he does say he's There you go, yeah. He's <laughs> yours. And I've got to tell you, we had a great uh, event last year. Boxy were down there when Victor got presented with the board riders. Uh, you know, Robbo come down. It was a fantastic day for him and his mates. And you must be really proud to see Victor come out of Bronny. And, you know, it's, it's a small but a great beach. We produce a lot of athletes down there. Great surfers, great footballers, great clubmen. Yeah, he's uh, he actually parked in my garage that day. And I was so stoked and fortunate enough to get a photo with, uh, with him and the trophy. Which was which is awesome, Box. Many people would know your sister Kathy and her involvement with the football club. For those that don't, do you mind just shining a light on, on the great work that your sister does running the boys around? Yeah, I think Kath does an amazing job. You know, she's so passionate about the Chooks, and you know, growing up, supporting them and passing on to me as well. And uh, they actually call her the sun. Everything revolves around her. So. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> She's the mother hen in there. Yeah. That's for sure. And the thing is, she just, I don't know how she does it, to tell you the truth. Yeah. She, she lives and breathes roosters. So, mm. uh, yeah. What's the job? Well, I think she carries about four different yeah. roles. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I think she just picked up doing a lot of stuff for the women now, yeah. too, which she loves. But, yeah, they, the boys call her 24-7 and uh, offer it. You know, she gives them advice. And... Um, Pretty much answers to whatever Nick wants. <laughs> and and Robbo's PA too? Yeah, well, Kath and Robbo get on famously. Um, I was fortunate enough over the years watching Robbo play as a rooster. And um, he's a good family friend and, you know, he's very well liked and supported by the locals. So just on that, Kerbox and Hoppo, what your love of the roosters? Tell us about it. Oh, look, I've loved the Roosters ever since I can remember. And it's, uh, I remember the old days back in the old sports ground, sitting oh, on the hill, yes. kick, kicking the footy around. And, yep. you know, the old sheds and that, and watching your, you know, your Kevin Hastings and Russell Fairfax run out. That, that, that's probably the memory I've got from uh, growing up as a kid. Yeah, one of my favourite ones is when they ran out of the tunnel at the actual sports ground. and Through the butcher's paper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, and also, I never forget one of the best memories as well as I think it was O two with Freddie when he turned back around at the crowd, and I think you guys were in the crowd there as well. And he had blood coming out of his face, and he just saluted to the crowd. And I, I dead set out of tear me that day. Yeah, fantastic memory for the Roosters, and mm. you know, since then thirteen, uh, you know, eighteen, and let's hope nineteen. Well, boys, we're going to change gears a bit now. The Holden Women's Premiership kicks off this week, and Bells, they got lots of things to look forward to this year. Yes, guys, that's for sure. We touched on it earlier, but the curtain raiser kicks off this Saturday down in Melbourne against the Warriors. Um, we got touched up last year in that first game, 10-4 to 4 by the Warriors, which was a bit of a shock of a loss. So it'll be a great game this Saturday. And then uh, we've got the Broncos in round two. And then 
and very exciting part is a standalone game, Silky. It's um, on a Sunday afternoon, Leichhardt Oval against the St George Illawarra Dragons. So that's going to be great for the game in the women's. Yeah, looking forward to the women's comp this year. And of course, there's been a few changes to our lineup. Obviously, uh, someone that you know quite well, Kira Dib. I think you played touch with, with her parents and, uh, you know, she's a talented half. Is that right? That's correct, yeah. She had a great state of origin and um, just really talented young girl. So she's going to be performing fantastic for the Roosters off the back of that state of origin. Yeah, debuted for New South Wales as well this year. Yeah, and had a cracker of a game. And Kerbox, you know someone in the side as well. Yeah, we actually have a real excitement machine, uh, Bobby Law. She's going to be in the centres. Uh, I was fortunate enough to uh, travel and surf with his, uh, her dad, Simon Law. The Law. The Law. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> How does he go uh, handling uh, his daughter playing for the Chooks? Obviously proud Newcastle people up there, uh, Simon Law and his family. Yeah, there's been plenty of banter around, mate. I think, I think I've actually got Catholic Shipper Roosters yeah. jumper to him. <laughs> but yeah, um, exciting times and I actually really enjoy watching the girls. Yeah, well let's hope that the Warriors try to fight the law and the law wins. You never know. Yeah, well said, mate. <laughs> Well, team, Friday night's game, we are salivating. It's not Groundhog Day, it's a brand new competition. South can have their two wins of the season and you can make that your grand final, your wedding night. We don't care, Roosters fans. But what we do care about is the result of JWH. To talk about that is the Roosters Radio roving reporter and official judiciary correspondent live in the judiciary. Matty Lane, talk us through it. Bush, it, it looks like it's going to go go probably all night. We have, we're, we're Hargraves' team settling up against the NRL Council. We're only 15 minutes in, but at the moment, He's getting cross-examined. I, I'd, I'd stay in with this now. I'll, I'll keep his updated, but I've got to head back in. Sounds like a long night at the judiciary, as Silky says. Well, guys, we're going to move straight into key matchups. Thank you very much, Matt, for that up-to-date report. We'll come back to you. Well, team, you heard it there from Matty Lan, our roving reporter for Roosters Radio. What are your thoughts on the Hargrove situation? Silky, we'll kick off with you. Well, look, I just love the fact that we've got Matt Lane there at uh, Rugby League HQ. It reminds me of the good old days when they used to have the reporters up there at Phillip Street reporting on the judiciary as it happens. So, you know, another first for Roosters Radio, getting reporters there on the ground. Love it. Bell. JWH, not guilty. <laughs> love it. Bells, what are your thoughts? Of course he's not guilty. It's JWH. Hoppo? Yeah, I'll go with not guilty as well. Bring it home, Box. Oh, 100% with all you guys and girls. <laughs> I think uh, I love him. I love his aggression and uh, we really need him. Look, I'm going to put my defence forward. You know, I was a first-year law student and ended up a cleaner, but that's not the problem. <laughs> I am going to tell you that my defence would have been that Knight attacked Jared Weir Hargrave's elbow with his head. I think so you're right there, mate. I'm with you, 100%. Guys, let's look at the game. We have some really, really key matchups. And, you know, last week was a real good taste. We know not to take South Sydney lightly. We know the quality of the side. We know the quality of the coaching. But we also know the quality of our opposition. And, Silky, I know you're keen on some of the key matchups here. And uh, talk us through it. Well, before I touch on the matchup, let's just talk about the omissions from last Thursday night game. Obviously, Brett Morris was unavailable. We were missing Orbo. Siwa Takiaho is returning this week. And, of course, the, uh, the gentleman we spoke to earlier on in the show, Luke Keary. For me, and we heard Luke Keary, he acknowledged that they don't you know, think too much about the opposition. But I think there's something to play for between them two. Box, you uh, were talking to me and telling me you think there's a bit of feeling in the young guys. So talk us through that. Yeah, uh, Bush, I, I really got to um, say, I think the inflictor himself... Um, Victor Radley yeah. and Cam Murray like you saw what Cam Murray did when he had to move out in the centres he, he, that was just amazing what he did and they were both exciting and dynamic and I've got to say Murray probably got the win last week on behalf of yeah, both I teams yeah I think you're right on that one yeah, but, but what a great matchup for those two Hops I know you're into a couple of the old timers uh, but mate what great footballers and what great servicemen of their club 
Yeah, some great footy players there. You know, Orbo and Sato. I think uh, Orbo will be better now this week after a, a week of uh, of rest, you know. And then uh, coming back, his, his defence and running game is really good. And then uh, Sato, I think, you know, even though he's had a great career, he's finishing up this year, but he, I think he's running on a bit of tired legs. And Hoppo, he got a head knock right at the end of that game last week too. So, uh, you know, wondering how he backed up after that one. I'm wondering how they all back up after that game last week. It was yeah. a bloodbath. There yeah. was some big hits and some... Some massive tackles. It was a great game. Well, we all know Johnny Sutton in this room, and, you know, no disrespect to South, but he's one of the toughest blokes I know. He looked touched up, and I've never seen him, like you said, Silky, that head knock. So it's interesting going to this week, uh, seeing that. But, Bells, what's your uh, matchup that you're salivating about? Look, it's the battle of the hookers for me, Cook and Varels. I think that's a great matchup. Um, he's so hard to stop Cook, especially if Murray's on a roll. Cookie just takes off behind him. So. But Varel's been playing awesome. His accuracy on his passes and even kicking out a half, I, I think he's on fire. Silky, one of your favourite things, you're an old rake yourself. You like battling with a couple of hookers? Well, that's right. Bush, you know, played number nine for most of my career. But, you know, I think Bells is right. It's, um, it's, it's two of the form number nines in the comp. So, you know, no one can deny that Damien Cook is the form number nine of the competition. But we've got a good one and a, and a young one at that young uh, Sammy Verrill. So uh, I think that is a very good matchup. And, and as you said, Bells, what the Roosters have to do is nullify him from dummy half because that's where they get all their go forward. Well, team, I'm looking forward to Coach Robertson versus the master, Wayne Bennett. I think what Wayne Bennett brings, you saw how he just rocked into that dressing room uh, like he was walking onto a yacht when they had a win a couple of weeks ago for South Sydney and the confidence he gave. You saw the strategic move he put Cam Murray, as you rightfully said, Box, yeah. out to try and contain a very red-hot Joey Manu, yeah. and it worked. It sort of it, it just sort of changed the landscape a bit. So I'm really interested to see what tricks. You know, Wayne Bennett's such a master. Robbo is he's he's no longer an apprentice, but he is certainly uh, you know a guy that keeps us guessing. So it's really exciting to see what tactical moves they do. Silky with Siwa coming back. I it's think it theater. is. It really is a bit of a chess game. It's and a game of two of the smartest minds in rugby league. So. I, I'm sure Robbo's got a couple of aces up his sleeve, as does probably Coach Bennett. But, you know, in reviewing all that, I do think that that game, as you said, Bells, took plenty out of South. They had to turn up and they had to win us some in a top four spot. As I said earlier, we've got four very good players coming back. And that class, having not been, and that class having been rested last week, I reckon that could show, you know, particularly around the, the last five minutes of the first half and uh, towards the back end of the second. Well, Hoppo, Kerbox. Hoppo, I'll start with you first. Score prediction and the game. What are your thoughts? Oh, look, I can't go past the Roosters. I think um, after last week, that'll be a wake-up call for them and they'll come back pretty hard. And I think it'll be 22-14 to the Roosters. 22-14 for Hoppo. Kerbox? Uh, well, I'm going to have a bit of a blowout. I'm, I'm definitely one-eyed on this one, I think. Uh... <laughs> Always, not just this one. <laughs> no, I think what you guys were saying and girls were saying before about... Um, it was a, such a tough game last week. I think the Roosters are just going to... If they hang in there, they can blow them away second half. That's my prediction. I think it'll be 30-8. to eight. Box, I'm with you. Look, we bombed four tries in the first half, and it should have been over. Yeah. Uh, if we catch the ball this week or, you know, maintain the ball, I think there's lots of points in us. I think our defence will be good. And I, I myself agree with you. I think it's going to be something like 26-6. to six. Yeah, Especially if we turn up second half. Yeah. We, we didn't even turn up last week, really. We, we finished at half time. So I'm calling, yeah, I'm going to go with both of you boys and go for a blowout as well. Wow. Yeah, I'm a bit more down Hoppo's side. I don't think South Sydney are going to turn up to a semi-final where they you know, potentially can win a competition coached by a bloke like Wayne Bennett mm. and uh, allow that to happen. I think they've really worked on the defence. I think it'll be a bit closer. And I'm saying, uh, Hoppo, what would you say? 
22-14. Wow. I'm going to go 2016. 2016 close, close game. There's only a try in it. Mm. Well, boys, I'm just going to interrupt you for a moment. We've got our Roosters radio roving reporter, Matt. He's just come out for an update. Matt, are you there? Still here, Bells. It's been such a long night here at Rugby League HQ. Both teams have currently retired and they're delivering their decisions. I'll keep you updated. Well, thanks, Matty Lane, for the update. Keeping our Roosters radio fans live and updated from Rugby League HQ. Well, that's it for another episode of Roosters Radio. Who can wait for Friday night where the Roosters take on the Rabbitohs, or as we like to say, the landlords take on the tenants? We want to thank Luke Keary for our great interview tonight, our fearless 5'8", and a new father. Congratulations. Our special guests, six-time Logie-winning lifeguards, Hoppo the Boss and Roddy Kerbox. Thanks for a great contribution to our show. Silky and Bells, what we like to say on here? Well, hang on a second, guys. I think we've got a live update from Matt. Thanks there, Bells. Um, I actually have some news. Jared Roy Hargraves has actually been found not guilty and free to play. Our spiritual leader's back. And Hoppo, as we say on Roosters Radio, he's to win.